Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. This is David Finkel, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeff Hoffman, here on Scale Your Business Radio, the show that's focused on how you can grow your company to scale it and get your life back. So in this segment, we're going to talk about business owners and how you can blow through procrastination that stops you so that you get things done. And I'm going to start off, Jeff, with a quick story here. So I was talking with Andrea, who is an owner of a, uh, of a retailing um, product design company. They sell products through a whole chain of, 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 I don't know how many, hundreds of stores and outlets. And uh, they do things like Christmas ornaments and other things that they procure, uh, purses for women's, et cetera, that they get in, in really niche places, China, India, uh, and, and other places. And so for Andrea, for her business, one of the most important things that she does is every year she designs 8 to 12 new um, iterations of her different products to keep them fresh for her main customer, which really is not the end user. For her, it's the retailer that buys from her wholesale. And yet she knows she should be starting this in September and she should be starting this in October. But generally it starts rolling around to um, November and December. And now she's about a month away before she has to actually place her orders and she still hasn't jumped in and it's kind of a bit of a frenzy. So I thought today we'd talk about in this segment how business owners can deal with procrastination, kind of those that worst tendency within us that causes us to not get stuff done. What do you think causes procrastination? Why are these so, business owners I, dealing with it, you think? Yeah, I think we've got to start there because the first uh, step in fixing, addressing procrastination is understanding why we do it. Um, and, you know, we, we, we talk about in scale sort of three, the top three reasons for that. Um, and we talk about people's fear. Uh, what if I'm not doing the right? There's a lot of things that drive fear. But sometimes I don't make a decision and get something done just out of the fear of the unknown. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, if it's going to go right, what it's going to mean. It's pulling the trigger in business, and, and fear sometimes stops us. Sometimes it's as simple. David, you like to talk a lot about inertia. It's, it's habit, which is inertia, right? I, I just have yeah. always done this the way I've done it, and I don't improve. And the third piece we talk about that stops a lot of business owners David and I talk to is um, perfectionism. Uh, everything is not exactly perfect, so I'm not ready yet. And that prevents people, you know, uh, sometimes it causes them to do nothing because it's not perfect, which is far worse than taking an, a semi-perfect step and continuing to move forward. So fear habit and perfectionism are things that stop us every day from doing what we know has to get done. Yeah, absolutely. On that last one, I'll piggyback here. So, um, you know, one of our clients we work with, they, they're a manufacturer, and they make mountain bike and road bike parts. And they are a premier brand. I mean, if I said the name, people who bike, they know their parts. And they know that every new part they introduce for bikes, they're going to generate within the first year half a million to two million of additional profit. Not of gross revenue, but of profit if they just introduce it. Yet right now, it's taken them over three or three and a half years for every new product that they introduce. And part of it is the fact that they are a hyper-perfectionistic engineering organization and they want to introduce just the perfect product as opposed to getting an earlier version going uh, much faster in, the, in this design part. So if these are the causes, fear, habit, perfectionism, what, what are some tips we, we can give, Jeff, to the listener here about how they can just get over it um, and, and, and blow through that procrastination. What are some thoughts that you have? And we'll just kind of go back and forth sharing some ideas that they can use. 
Well, you know, I like to start with one of your favorite ones. Let's start with the first one, which is about just showing up and getting started. And I think it'd be great for, for you to tell your Olympic training story here uh, because that's the same attitude that we bring to business every day. But that's a big first step is just take a step, get off the couch, get started. Uh, and, and, and some people, we know you don't know all the answers. You know that. But take that first step. I, I think it's worth uh, uh, you, Quizzy, uh, telling your, your training story. Sure. For those who don't know, once upon a time, you know, 20-plus years ago, I was training to play in the Olympics. And, you know, part of the year I live at the Olympic Training Center and part of the year I go back to school at university and working on my undergraduate degree. When I was off by myself, I have to train. And I'd have to do things in the gym and things on the track to keep my fitness up. And one thing I realized is that when I'm in college, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on late at night that, that got my attention. So getting up the next morning to go train wasn't something that was very high on my priority list. And so what I learned was if I could get myself just to show up, trick myself, say, hey, I'm going to start for at least five minutes of the workout. Before I knew it, if I started, you know, if I got to the gym or if I got to the track to run and I ran for even a few minutes, I got into it. And then, of course, I have a good workout. So that's the first one. Get yourself sh to show up by just, by just getting started five minutes, ten minutes on the thing that you're procrastinating. Um, I think that's a good one. You know, and, and we talk about... 11 different ways. We can't cover them all here. Uh, you know, we cover this well in the book, but let's pick a couple of other ones to talk about. I actually also like uh, the concept of, of, you know, as you call it, setting a cool reward, meaning that, yeah. that um, setting a reward for yourself, saying, look, I know i got to get this done, so incent yourself. Give yourself some reason to get it done. There's something you want to do. I had a point in my life where I wanted to buy a flat-screen TV, a big one for sports, and I actually could have come up with the money then to do it. But what I said was, you know what, I'm going to put it as the result of a set of accomplishments. So I did a to-do list at work, and I said, I am not getting that TV until these things are done. But then it drove me harder to get those things done, and it made it fun. I couldn't wait to finish. And when I did, I felt good for the business, and I ran to the store and bought myself uh, that TV. So, so setting yourself rewards uh, is another great way to incent yourself. I love that. If you are a perfectionist and you're listening to this, you know, plan on doing a first imperfect version. This is one that I use, Jeff, with clients that are kind of those perfectionistic qualities. I say, hey, don't write the perfect proposal. Instead, you know, by this Friday, get a draft of the proposal done or the software person that's saying, hey, you want to come out with your next iteration of your company's software. Don't come out with a perfect version. Come out with a beta version of it so that you can at least get yourself going. I think sometimes that going for the perfect gives us an excuse to not even get started. Agreed. And another method that I like for overcoming our procrastination, busting through the fear and, uh, and the habit and the perfectionism, is the, is the gym buddy, as you call it, David, uh, being a former athlete, the accountability partner. Um, you know, sometimes when it's just you and you say, well, I'll do it, i just go get this cup of coffee, you know what, it's almost lunchtime, I'll do it after lunch. Uh, you kind of keep on finding ways. In the same way that when you go to the gym, you often have a gym partner with you that makes sure, first of all, that you go to the gym when you say, and that you show up and that you do your full workout. You can do the same thing in business. You can pair up with somebody and say, look, let's just kind of keep on each other and hold each other accountable, asking each other, look, you said you'd do that today, have you started it? So that concept of having a gym buddy or an accountability partner within your workspace is a powerful concept, too, and it works. I love it. You know, another phrase that someone once told me was this, was this phrase, do it now, do it now, do it now, and this idea that, 
Sometimes if you're procrastinating on it's doing something that doesn't take a lot of time, but maybe it's a little bit intimidating, when you notice the activity or the task you want to do, let that phrase like sing out, be, it a, be something that just kind of is, is in your self-talk, and then get yourself to make the phone call, to respond to the email, to go down the hall and knock on someone's on door and have the conversation, or at least set the appointment to have the conversation. So if it's something that's pretty easy to take the next step, then do it now, do it now, do it now. I like that one, too. I, I'm, I'm always, you know, why never put off till tomorrow anything you could get done today. Before I was an entrepreneur or business owner, people used to tell me how impatient I was and tell me things like patience is a virtue. But as a small business owner, <laughs> the truth is there's no reason to ever wait for anything. Get it done. By the time you could finish stressing over and worrying about it, you could get it done. Another one technique that I like, David, a lot is the, uh, kind of the chunk up or chunk down. Sometimes you look at the problem and you can't start because it's just so big and it's stressing you out because it's so big and you're not sure what to do next. And, and what doesn't occur to you is take the problem, break it into smaller chunks, pick one and do that one. Right? You don't have to do a whole big giant problem all at once, but chunk off a piece of it, start that thing and get that piece done. And then you look at it and you say, well, that wasn't so bad, and then you take the next piece. Right? So when you break a big problem into smaller, a series of smaller problems, you get them done in a way that feels more like progress. I, I used to always tell people uh, when I did play sports and we had to run a five-mile, when I would look up from where we are and look at the, the distance, five miles seemed like a million miles to me as someone who doesn't love running and is not good at it. So what I would do is I would look up and say, well, I'll just run to that tree. And then when I get to that tree, I'd run to the next tree. And tree by tree by tree, I'd look up and I'd say, geez, I'm three miles into this already. But looking at a five-mile task, or just running from tree to tree is a different, a mental difference in how you tackle large problems. I love that idea of it by breaking it down that way. I'm going to share a final idea here, and I call this in, you know, developing your integrity muscle. You know, I think what happens is sometimes we get a little bit too slack that when we say we'll do X, we let ourselves slide. And I want to encourage every business person listening to this show that when you make a commitment, whether it says I'll be there by a certain time or I'll get this to you by a certain date, that you make that where your word is so strong that when you say you'll do X to yourself, you'll honor that. You'll move heaven and earth to get that done, where you grow your personal integrity to the place where procrastination is no longer an issue. And, and I think that's important. I just want to, at this point, Jeff, just remind listeners, there's some really cool tools that are available for you up on scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com, and I'm hoping... I'm hoping you take advantage of it. Jeff and I put a lot of effort into putting up a whole series of, of, of broken down small chunks of video training modules from you know, managing cash flow all the way through to strategic planning to increasing sales to improving operations to hiring smarter and better, and they're all available up there. So in our next segment, we're going to talk about making our first key hire. And Jeff, why don't you be thinking about a story of your first key hire, and I'll do the same here. So you're listening to Scale Your Business Radio, the show that helps you work less by getting your business to produce more. We'll be right back in just a moment. Hi, 
Scale listener, this is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.